All right, so you're here looking at the news. What do we have up first? Apple Watch sales started with a bang, tailed off into a whimper, a shopping tracking firm says. Apparently, Slice Intelligence, uh, relayed by Dan Fromer, says that U.S. orders were placed on day one, uh, 1.5 million. Subsequent orders have typically been running at under 30,000 per day compared to the 100,000 per day globally needed to meet some predictions. You know, and I want to set something straight here. There's been a lot of talk about, you know, the Apple Watch is overrated, the Apple Watch isn't going to sell. But here's the thing. Apple knows what it's doing. Steve Jobs, even though when he, he wasn't around when they developed the Apple Watch, he had the foresight to sort of instill into Apple's DNA you know, some of the frameworks that is going to help the Apple Watch really take off. And okay, maybe sales right now are a little bit low, but that's just because the expectations are really high. And I have no doubt that once people see the Apple Watch 2 and 3, sales are really going to pick up. And then moving on to another story, Mark Gurman of 9to5Mac writes, the gold Apple Watch editions start arriving for regular customers with a new box, a booklet, and a gold pairing screen. And this is just wonderful news. Finally, people who can afford the $17,000 gold Apple Watch will be able to show the world that they can afford it. You know, it's kind of sad to imagine just people walking around. You don't know, are they rich? Are they wealthy? Do they have money? Are their bank accounts, you know, lush with funds? We don't know. But when you see someone with an Apple Watch, you do know. And that's kind of, that's sort of one of the things that makes Apple so great is because it sort of transcends you know, products, and it sort of gets into who you are as a person. Can you afford an expensive device? Can you ex afford an iPhone? Uh, okay, now everyone can afford an iPhone, but can you afford an expensive gold Apple Watch? I mean, now we know the people that can. So this is great news for Apple. I think the stock's going to really skyrocket as a result. Next up, we have Spotify has redesigned their iOS app, and I just almost have to laugh because it's like, Spotify, what are you doing? What are you doing? Who do you think you're fooling? Apple Music is coming. You guys don't have a chance. You're going down the tubes. You might as well just, you know, start paying out your pensions now. And they have a new, they have a new feature where you can, uh, it will detect your tempo and you can see how fast you're going to be running. Well, here's the thing. You're only going to be needing to run to the Apple Store to purchase an Apple Music subscription. And yeah, you can do that online, but why not run to the Apple Store, hop on a computer there and do it, because then you're then you're in the mothership. You're amongst friends, and you can sort of do it in a more comfortable environment than your own home. Next up, we have this preposterous rumor that iOS 9 and OS 10.11 are going to bring a more quality focus to Apple software. And I say this is bogus, I hate to say it, Mark Gurman has a good track record, but folks, iOS is okay. OS X, it runs well. I mean, the idea that Apple needs to focus on software quality improvements sort of runs against everything that has made Apple so successful. Um, going back to the days of Steve Jobs and the Apple One, when he coded that Apple One, he made the software so robust that there has never been a documented bug, any malware, ever found in any Apple product. And now we're supposed to believe that Apple's engineers are trying to increase the software quality? Uh, yeah, that's sort of looking for a solution to a problem that doesn't really exist. So we're going to toss that one into our weekly rumor bag.
And I believe that is it for our first test run podcast. Um, We'll see how it goes.